Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Biden plans to open the Palestinian consulate despite Israel's objections. Anthony Harper interviews Afghani journalist Nazira Karimi. And Stephen Kaplan is a Jewish man who found his Messiah. Former Navy chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The Biden administration and President Biden himself has actually told Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett that he will reopen the Palestinian consulate in East Jerusalem despite Israel's objections to doing so. Axios reports that President Biden uh, said he will not abandon his plan to reopen the US consulate for Palestine in Jerusalem, setting up a major point of contention between the administrations. Biden stressed that he made a campaign promise to reopen it and that he and Secretary of State Tony Blinken have already gone on record with a pledge to follow through. Bennett made clear that he opposed that policy but proposed that officials from both sides meet to work toward a solution. Several conservative ministers, including Interior Minister Ayelet Shaked and Justice Minister Gideon Saar of Israel say the reopening of the consulate would be an infringement on Israeli sovereignty in Jerusalem. It's also a prime point of attack for Benjamin Netanyahu, who is now the opposition leader who is criticizing Bennett for weakness. The Israeli government would have to give up its approval for the consul consulate to be reopened, and they don't plan to do that lightly. Even if one member were to defect over the issue, the government would and could collapse. One senior official quipped, quote, if the Biden administration wants to see Netanyahu abandoning his Pilates classes and going back to being prime minister's office, this is the best way to do it, end quote. The official said, the Israelis had expressed their concerns about the destabilizing potential of the consulate issue several times to the Biden administration. The Biden administration previously agreed to delay the reopening of the consulate until after the November 4th deadline for Bennett to pass a budget. When President Trump was president, he recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel back in 2017 and later merged the consulate of the Palestinian faction into the US embassy in Jerusalem. The Palestinians also consider Jerusalem to be their capital, but East Jerusalem, the location of the former consulate is typically viewed as a future capital of what could become someday a Palestinian state. And that's the news, our thanks to Axios for that report. Listen, I went to Jerusalem in 2018 and I visited the Trump Embassy, I'm gonna call it, the US Embassy that Trump built in Jerusalem. And did you know it's on the east side of the 1967 borders? It's actually in what the Palestinians want to have as their homeland, but no, it is Israel's embassy. 
And it is not Palestine, because there is no Palestine. There's never been a state called Palestine. There are just a people who want that. We need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Let's pray. From Psalm 122.6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Father in heaven, we pray that you would give your peace to your people, especially your chosen people, the Jews, whom you have promised the land. We pray this blessing that you would give them stability and peace in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Anthony Harper interviews Nazira Karimi. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top, and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're going right now to the White House where Dr. Anthony Harper, obeying the mask mandate of Jen Psaki, is going to interview an Afghani journalist, Nazira Karimi. Dr. Anthony Harper here, blessed to be in the James Brady Press Room of the White House today with Nazira Karimi. Thank you for joining me. It's a very crucial issue what's happening in Afghanistan. And since we talked last, there have been some other developments. Uh, first of all, uh, how is your family? I know that they were injured and they were in the hospital. So how is your family doing right now? Uh, Dr. Harper, thanks for having me. Yeah, unfortunately, everything is the same. And uh, my family is still under a lot of pressure, a lot of problem. 
some of them are still there uh, at the hospital and uh, no connection because uh, they are under a lot of pressure of Taliban some mm -hmm. of them targeted by the Taliban that's why it's very difficult for them uh, to keep their connection with me it, it is so difficult I want to encourage everyone to be praying for people in Afghanistan pray for Nazira and, and, and her family because it's, it's been so traumatic but what's been going on what other developments regarding the Taliban are, are happening in Afghanistan for, for your, you and your, fam for your family and other people there? Uh, thanks. It's a wonderful question. Uh, Taliban didn't keep their commitment, although they announced uh, amnesty for everybody. But unfortunately, uh, during the night, they go to people's house, especially in Panjshir and Kandahar, and they target uh, people, and people get disappeared by them. And it's very difficult, and nowadays uh, they push Kandahar people. There's a small place that 300 family live on that place, uh -huh. and Taliban forced them to leave their house. And it is difficult for those poor people where they should move. You know, winter is closed, uh, there is economy problem, uh, people has a different problem, but they have to leave their house and go someplace. And also about the women, Taliban, they didn't keep their commitment, although they said that they are going to change their policy toward uh, women. Mm -hmm. But they pre prevented women to work outside and not allowed women uh, to go to their job, uh, previous job. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of problem, not only for men, for all Afghan people, unfortunately. And people worried about it. And although United Nations tried to send some money, you know, as a humanitarian, humanitarian help for Afghan people, but still uh, United uh, States and allies mm -hmm. waiting for them to bring some change on their policy, then recognize them. It's still Taliban as a, I expect expectation, high expectation from the United States and allies to recognize them. But as you know, Antony Blinken, Secretary of State, been yesterday at the Senate, and again he said that if the Taliban change, not change their policy, United States not able to recognize them. And also still uh, all senators and congressmen and congresswomen was worried about Afghan uh, women and uh, Mr. Blinken said they will hire some ambassador to monitoring the women's situation, which is good news. But let's see what will be their policy in future. Yeah, there's a really concern about the, sec the Secretary of State Antony Blinken and, and, su and supporting human rights because a lot of people have concerns of that the administration is not supporting human rights. Anthony, there's confusing statements for Antony Blinken. I know that he's been investigating his opinion on this matter. Is so serious about, uh, you know, for a lot of our readers, are concerned about the actions of the administration on protecting human rights. And as you mentioned, women uh, going through tremendous uh, pain, uh, mm. and there's so much, so much suffering. So yes. these are so important issues uh, which you're going through, and what uh, what others going through, and hope to get to the bottom of this. And I, I also heard something about the Secretary of State, and uh, about planes wanting to leave. But they can't because there's some there's confusion, and sec the, the the secretary of state is not hasn't provided the provision for these planes to leave. 
Of course, uh, yeah, this problem is still is the same Taliban not, not allow people, not allow the plane to uh, fly from the Kabul yeah. airport. Although Turkey and Qatar authority and government said that we are going to work together to take the security of the Kabul airport, but uh, yesterday Qatari uh, administration said that they are not, uh, you know, not able to take the security by themselves. It's a lot of problem. Still so many women, so many girls, they are waiting. They need to evacuate it because uh, they are educated. They are lawyer, judge, attorney, engineer, doctor, nurse, journalist. They keep calling me. One of them, you're, you were the witness. You was the right. witness this yeah. morning that all singers, especially the women's singers, they, you know, <laughs> they don't have any possibility to sing anymore. All the artists and uh, generally women's situation under a lot of problem. I don't know. This is the part of human being, women rights. Still I didn't see any change and I'm concerned about my people as a journalist because unfortunately people, you know, try to contact me and ask for help, but unfortunately I'm nobody. I hope I was somebody to help my people. Mm -hmm. This is the problem. It is dark future. Nobody knows what happened. But let's see. Yeah, let's see. And, and then uh, hopefully you'll get to be able to get more questions uh, in, be called on to about updates on this matter. And just want to encourage everyone again to Please uh, do all that you can to, to pray for Nazira and her family and other people in Afghanistan who think about all the women and the children affected by Taliban. We sure need a miracle. I know a lot of people are concerned about the need for a miracle in Afghanistan uh, to protect people. So thank you for sharing this update. I appreciate and, uh, Dr. Abbar. Yes. Always your kind. Uh, thank you for your generosity. That's very kind of you, Afghan people moral gate high when they listen something from you and uh, thank you for your generosity i appreciate it it's great to great to be with you our thanks to dr anthony harper for that report let's take a short break when we come back stephen kaplan is a jewish man who found his messiah this is pijn news defending your religious freedom dr chaps will be right back Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you, can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm going to put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. 
The MyPillow topper for the first time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98. Or MyPillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next guest, Stephen Kaplan, was born in a Jewish household in New York back in the day. And at age 29, he came to faith in Jesus Christ. He is here today, and he's written an important book, The Green Velvet Missionary. Welcome to the program, Stephen uh, Kaplan. Am I saying that right? That's right. Okay. So, so, uh, boy, did I summarize that correctly? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Your website (laughs) says savethejews.org. Are they lost? Well, they're separated from God, and we want to introduce them. Okay, I I understand the argument. I'm, um, I'm trying to... Uh, help you tell your story. Where did all this begin for you? A co-worker told me that if I didn't believe in Jesus, I was going to burn in hell. I thought she was crazy. I thought, how dare she say that to me? And then I thought, what if she's right and I didn't listen? So for seven months, I listened. She told me that uh, God is holy, man is sinful, and we're separated from um, God by our sin. God came to earth in the body of Jesus died on the cross to atone for our sins, and then rose from the dead. And by believing in him, your sins are forgiven. And what happened to you personally? Well, I didn't know what to believe. I started reading the Bible. I started asking questions. They challenged me to read Isaiah 53, 6. All we like sheep have gone astray, each has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. And that's in the Old Testament, and it sounds a lot like Jesus. So on August 5th, 1992, I said, God, if everything they told me about Jesus is true, then you tell me and you show me. And I saw a vision of Jesus on my ceiling with a praying man that's in my window pointing to it. So wait a minute. Uh, The the praying mantis, I don't understand. but, But the vision of Jesus on your ceiling, what did that look like? It was, I took it to be, there were like two faces of an Orthodox Jew or an Orthodox rabbi um, that it looked to be like Jesus. You had an open vision. Were you awake or asleep? I was awake. And you saw a saw real it. thing with your eyes open. Right. And the praying man is 1 Corinthians one twenty two. Jews demand signs. <laughs> so wait, this was a real animal? It was a praying man is in the window pointing to it, showing me that no, there were two faces that Jesus was here and he's coming back. An insect was outside your window. Yeah. And it pointed up to Jesus. Yeah, what I saw on the ceiling. And you took that to be a sign from God. And that I what went, you were, that maybe the praying mantis saw it too. You weren't <laughs> the only one to see it. Well, I went in the kitchen. My mom was doing the dish. They said, my, I just saw Jesus on the ceiling. And she kind of rolled her eyes and said, that's nice. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but wasn't it shocking to your parents when they realized? Oh, of course it was. I went back in my room and I said, God, I'm Jewish. He didn't know that I had to tell him. You had to tell God that you're Jewish. Uh, Give me the belief level that I need to have. And I just 
was filled with this incredible sense of love, peace, and joy that I never knew before. And I just started crying. I just knew that everything they had told me about Jesus dying for my sin and rising from the dead was true. So after this supernatural revelation, you wept at your bedside and, and something happened in your heart. Um, it's funny, the Lord told me to move to Atlanta and work at Coca-Cola, which blew me away that God spoke to me personally, but I believe he did. But about a month later, he says, I've forgiven you. You have to forgive um, somebody that I had animosity towards. And I said, I don't want to forgive that person. Three times the Lord spoke to me and said, you have to forgive that person. And all the hate, bitterness, and anger were gone like that because I saw that person as a lost sinner and just loving them and accepting them for who they are. Jesus changed my heart. It, wait a minute. It sounds like... Now, after seeing visions of Jesus, you're hearing Jesus speak to you mm -hmm. about your own sins, about your own bitterness and unforgiveness, and, and he melted that away when you chose to obey that leading. Um, I made the toast at my brother's wedding on October 25th, 1992. Last alcoholic drink I ever had. I didn't even ask. He just supernaturally took the desire of alcohol away from me. So this is a real encounter with a living spiritual being. Absolutely. The same one that maybe Isaiah saw when he was writing the Absolutely. Bible. It, describe Isaiah 53 again. There's a lot of Jews maybe who are watching this program, and they, they may be Jews in name only, but they've never encountered the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Ezekiel, the God of the Old Testament prophets, who we believe is Jesus Christ. All we like sheep have gone astray. Each has turned to his own way. And the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. That Jesus has become the atonement for our sin. It's right there in Isaiah. Uh, also when you say atonement, that's kind of like um, when Abraham had to sacrifice a blood atonement for the forgiveness of sins. Right. And that led to the temple sacrifice, the Jewish tradition. Eventually the temple, you know, they don't do that anymore. But, but you have an atonement, a blood sacrifice that forgives your sins. Absolutely. And his name is Jesus. Or Yeshua. Because when he died on the cross, he shed his blood in our place as a substitute. He was punished so we can be forgiven or atoned for and our sins are forgiven. Amen. Wow. Um, somebody out there is shaking their head in disbelief that maybe it's a Jewish person who doesn't know Jesus. And they're saying, oh, that's, you know, there's a bunch of heresy there. That's not what the Talmud teaches. That's not even what the Old Testament teaches. What do you have to say to them? I said the same thing. Until <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get in that plane, you don't know it's going to fly. Until you take that leap of faith, um, you don't know. But the Bible is the most critiqued, criticized, looked at manuscript in the whole world and it, it, stand, it stood the test of time. It's got all kinds of prophecies in it that only Jesus of Nazareth could have fulfilled. Yeah. So the, the Messiah of the Old Testament is the Messiah of the New Testament. Right. And his name is Jesus. Would you lead us in a prayer? Sure. Lord, we just um, thank you for who you are and what you've done and we just... Um, lift up anybody out there that may not know you and that 
you would just reveal yourself to them, that you would draw them unto yourself and that they would seek after you for the truth. Don't take my word for it. Take, um, I, I pray that they would take your word for it, the Bible, and that they would look in the Bible and, and seek you out and, and pray to you and ask you um, to change their lives and that you would change their lives and, and fill their lives with love and peace and joy that you can only have through knowing the Messiah. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Our guest has been Stephen Kaplan, his book, The Green Velvet Missionary, also available through his website. Tell us your website again. Savethejews.org. Savethejews.org. His words. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. If you prayed with Stephen just now, I want you to pick up the phone and call us. Call us at 866-Obey-God. Listen, I'm a Christian, and I fear the God of Abraham, the God of Moses, the God of David, the God of the Old Testament. I fear him because Jesus led me to fear your God. And if you have courage, pick up the phone and call us right now at 866-Obey-God and pray with us today. Let's take a short break, and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity. When you give through our ministry, is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals, and there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief Please give today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and please donate to help us bring you these important stories. Where else are you gonna see a TV news anchor pray the news? The Bible says this in 1 Chronicles 29, the people rejoiced for they offered willingly, for with a loyal heart they offered willingly to the Lord. Please send your tithes and offerings through our website, prayinjesusname.org. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time.
Dr. Chaps need your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.